For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Yeah, sure, old-time hockey. Like it is sure. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, Boston Bruins fans. I'm Kurt Schmied, and you're listening to Believe in Boston Bruins on the Believe Podcast Network. We believe in Boston Bruins. Do you believe? On this week's episode, the Boston Bruins advanced to the second advanced to the second round. And who would I like to see them play in the second round? If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on all your favorite directories: iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And you can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. So the Boston Bruins. Advance to the first or advance to the second round. Now, early on in the season, I didn't even think that they were going to make the playoffs, let alone get to the second round. But with the addition of of Hall and Riley, I guess I was wrong. But you know, they still have a long way to go. All right, so we just can't really, you know. I know the expectations are high right now, but, you know, we're just going to have to wait and see what happens, you know, in the next round. But they put up a great effort in this in this first round series with the Washington Capitals. I mean, they grinded in the corners. They did what they needed to do in order to win. Okay. They got goals from the important guys. Pasternak finally, finally score, started scoring some goals. You know, of course, Bergeron and Marshawn were were going to be there. Taylor Hall comes up comes up big in a couple of games. Jake DeBrusque, he somebody woke up woke him up when the playoffs started because he's been playing he's been playing really really well. Not only is he putting the puck in the net, but he's grinding it out. So, you know, this team could actually could actually make it past the second round. I'm, you know, I've got high hopes here that they're going to make it past the second round. You know, other guys like, you know, Craig Smith is 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 scores a big goal. You know, so does Charlie, you know, Charlie Coyle, you know. The thing is, we need we need David Krejci to get going a little bit here. You know, Curtis Lazar, you know. Kevin Miller, you know, that that's that that kind of pisses me off a little bit that Kevin Miller wasn't part of isn't part of going to be part of the equation. You know, he's played four games for the Boston Bruins. And you know, I got to tell you that I'm a little disappointed with the with the league right now. I am really disappointed with what the league did. Orlov should have gotten gotten should have gotten a game suspension for that hit. All right? Orlov Left his his skates left the ice. That 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 to me should have been he should have been gone. He should have he should not should have been gone for at least a game or two. 
But the NHL decided not to do it because I'll be honest with you, Peros is a punk. He doesn't want to he he doesn't want to do things. He doesn't want to do his job. If that was Brendan Shanahan there, Orloff would have gone, would have been gone. Plain and simple, you know, if you know somebody else. You can't have a goon be, you know, in in charge of player safety. That's not the case. All right, you need you actually need a superstar. I mean, come on, maybe Mark Messier would be would be great at that position. But the Caps got it, you know, players these days are getting away with a lot of too much crap. Even Tom Wilson. I mean, you cross check a guy in the back of in the back of the head, you know, that's you know, that that should be something too. You know, and you know, don't get don't get me on the officiating in this series cuz the officiating in this series was pitiful. Every sing it seemed like every time you know there was a hit or a Bruin was anywhere near a Washington Capitol player, the refs would call a penalty. You know, the refs were trying to give this give this series to the Washington Capitals. And I don't normally complain about the officiating. I just like let the game go and don't care. But to me, this is this is this was BS. The Caps were literally trying to hand these games over. I mean, I mean, the refs were trying to hand hand these games over to the Capitals. And guess what? It didn't work. The Capitals couldn't come up with anything. All right, they couldn't score. They couldn't do anything. All right, let alone their goaltending sucked. All right, going into the series, the Bruins had the advantage in the goaltending department, and that's that's basically was the story. In this, not only was the team playing physical, really physical, you actually had, you know, you had a no-name goal, you know, a no-name goaltender in the in the pipes between for the um, for the Washington Capitals. Now, if you think about it, maybe if they had Hendrick Lundqvist, who they signed in the offseason, but he didn't play due to a heart condition, maybe they would have made a little bit more. Maybe this would have been more of a series. Maybe if they would have kept Braden Holtby, this would have been more of a series. But guess what? It wasn't. So you got to give the upper hand to the Boston Bruins because they have a nobody goal, young goal, young goaltender, and the Bruins have Tuka Rask. Now I know a lot of you are probably getting on would be getting on Tuka right now, but he's gonna. I I I'm gonna be honest with you. He was the reason. I mean. Yeah, in the beginning, first two games, he let in a couple of soft goals that would have, you know, that maybe my grandmother would have would have stopped. But, you know, and I expected Jeremy Swayman, you know, after like maybe two loss, maybe if the Bruins lost two games, maybe Swayman would have come in. But Tuka Rask played very well. He faced about 50 shots last night, so... You know, Tuca might be the story again in this playoffs, like he was in 2019. But this team, this team did play physical, and I like that brand of ho- Bruins hockey right now. They're playing physical, and there is no no way that they should that they that they should advance to the even to the to the next round. No question. All right. Now speaking of the next round. The Boston Bru- or the Bruins are actually going to have more more 
more fans in attendance at the TD Garden, which is pretty good. The Bruins announced individual tickets uh, for the second round. So, uh, let's see. I'm going to look up things here. Yep, starting today, or, you know, today is, yep, starting today, uh, game plan holders, Boston Society members, season ticket holders will be able to pick up tickets. I believe that the T. I believe I'm not sure, but I think that there's going to be more more fans are going to be able to be at the TD Garden for the second round. So that's going to be interesting. You know, having more people in in the TD Garden for the for this next round. Now, speaking of this next round. You still have the Islanders and the Pittsburgh Penguins battling it out in their best of seven, and they're tied to two games apiece. Now, I was thinking, who would I like to see in this second round? Well, I've gave it, I, I've given it some thought, and I'm like saying to myself, I'd rather see the Pittsburgh Penguins because the Islanders are a little bit dangerous, all right, offensively, okay, where the Penguins. Yeah, they got some, you know, yeah, they got some talent. You know, they have Crosby, Malkin. But those guys are getting older. And you could probably, if the Bruins can grind it out like they did against the Capitals, I have a feeling that the Boston Bruins could easily beat the Pittsburgh Penguins. And you got to realize that the goaltending for Pittsburgh isn't that good. All right? Jari and Murray, yeah, they're they're not, they're not Tuca. All right? They're not Tuca Rask. So I would like to see Pittsburgh because they could probably handle, the Bruins could probably handle Pittsburgh really well. As far as the Islanders go, I don't think that they that the Bruins would actually, well, the Bruins would actually have a chance to actually, you know, against the Islanders. I mean, they did have issues with the Islanders, okay? So, you know, who knows what's what's going to happen with that. Because, you know, they had their issues. You know, the Islanders have Varlamov. They also have that kid Sorkin, who's pretty good. So, you know, I'm I'm more afraid of the Islanders than I am of the Pittsburgh Penguins. I mean, they have Pagano, Mayfield, Nelson. You know, Oliver Wallstrom has come into his own. Barzell, you know, Josh Bale. All these got Palmieri, Everly. You know, they have talent up front. You know, and and on the def- and on the defense, you have Varlamov in there too. So, who knows what you got? And and here's the other thing: is you know, you look at the goaltending situation as far as the goalies go. Varlamov, Varlamov, the Russian. What? God, I hate I hate Russian names. You know, Sorkin actually has two wins. Where Varlamov, Varma, never mind. Has two has two losses, so who knows what what the goaltending situation is going to be? But you know, I'd rather face I'd rather face a Pittsburgh an aging Pittsburgh Penguin team than a New York Islanders team who's got like all this talent. So, you know, who 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 would you guys like to see out there? You know, would you like to see a pit like Would you like to see a an you know an aging team like Pittsburgh or? You know, a young, a young um, Pittsburgh or a young or a young Islanders team. You know, 
But the Islanders, the Bruins actually had problems with the Islanders this season, and I'd rather see the Pittsburgh Penguins. Plain and simple. Now, for the playoffs, you know, you have, you know, for the Islanders, you know, you do have the the the, the guys, you know, Crosby, Malkin, you know, Latang in there, you know, and plus the goaltending, Tristan Jari and Murray. So, you know, they, they've got an aging team. Of course, you know, you could get some revenge on these guys too. So, your, your guess is as good as mine, but I, I would like to see, you know, a Pittsburgh, you know, a Pittsburgh Bruins second round because I believe that the Bruins actually could beat up on these guys, dig in the corners, and, you know, actually advance to another round. Now, after, after the divisional rounds, <clears throat> excuse me, you don't know what you're going to get. You honestly don't know what you're going to get because you can easily get, you know, once you get out of this round, you really, you really have no clue. I mean, right now, if you look at the playoff tree, they're actually, they're actually looking at, you know, you go into, you go into after this round, you know, you're facing the Bruins could possibly right now, they would have the Bruins facing off against somebody from the, well, from the division with Carolina, Flor, and the two Florida teams in Nashville. Now, I don't know if that's true or not because I would actually think that they were. I, I believe that they're receding after you know after the um, after the divisional rounds. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know how how they're figuring this one out, but. I think it's kind of funny looking at the other divisions, especially especially that central whatever division. You have all southern teams in that in that division. You have Carolina, Nashville, and the two Florida teams. So that's kind of weird because you have three like southern teams in one division and then you know, you go you look across the way and you have all these teams from well, all the teams from Canada that was a given because of the COVID and you know they're all stuck up in their, up in their, um, up in their country. So, but who knows? You know, look. You know, you see all these like southern teams. You know, playing for you don't see Chicago or Detroit or St. Louis or any of those. You know, well, St. Louis was playing in the other division. Was playing in the other division with the with the Western Conference team. So, but you don't see teams like, you know, the Chicago Blackhawks or any of those teams. So that 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 looks kind of weird. But getting back to the Bruins last night uh, or even the whole series, you know, they they really grind I mean, they actually played like grinding grinded out old school hockey here. All right? Now, if there's one thing I would have loved to have seen, I mean, since, you know, you had Orloff take a run at Miller, you know, you had Mantha take a run at Rask. So I would have, I would love to see, I would have loved to have seen somebody like Tenorti, who was in the lineup last night, take a run at Ovechkin. Just take a, just give him a good couple of pops. You know, even, even, you know, even give Wilson a couple of pops too. It would have been, it would have been nice to see Tenorti out there giving him a couple of, giving him a couple of shoves and pops and, you know, punches and stuff like that. But, you know, the Bruins, the Bruins did a pretty good, pretty decent job trying to stay out of the box, 
except for some of those times where the referees actually tried to help the Pittsburgh Penguins because that officiating was horrible. So hopefully the next round with, you know, not only the Bruins, but with two superstar teams, whether it's the Islanders or the Pittsburgh Penguins, maybe we'll get a decent series. But then again, you might, if you get Pittsburgh, you might get the whole entire, um, let's, let's favor Sidney Crosby because he's a crier. So who knows? Now the Colorado adva- uh, Colorado Avalanche advanced. So the Bruins and the Colorado Avalanche are the only two teams that advance in the next round. All right. Now Winnipeg is on the brink of sweeping the uh, Edmonton Oilers. You have the Tampa Bay Lightning on top of the Florida Panthers. You have Carolina and Nashville. They're tied at two, and then you have. Vegas on the brink of beating of beating um moving on to the next round over the Minnesota Wild. So, like I said, I thought that the league was going to re-, re after the divisions. Hopefully this is this I still don't know what's happening here. Believe me. We, you know, after the divisional divisional playoffs, you know, I thought that they were going to recede, so we're going to have to find out and see what happens. Now, as far as the Canadians go or the Canadian teams go, I'm just curious as to what's going to happen when they advance out of their round. All right. Now, the borders are still closed, so they won't be hosting it. I don't think that they're going to host any games. So are they going to be hosting at a neutral? Now, are they going to be playing it in some other, you know, some other league, not league, but some other arena? Now, I could see the Edmonton Oilers. Well, the Edmonton Oilers, basically they're done because they're down three games to none. All right, because I was thinking maybe the if the Edmonton Oilers were to advance, they would go play in their AHL-affiliated arena in Bakersfield, California. But we, we might as well just forget about that one. They're down 3 nothing. They're not, they're, they're not coming back from this. They are not coming back. So you got to figure what's going to happen with, you know, Winnipeg, um, you know, Montreal or Toronto. Well, here's the thing. You know, where do you put them? Where do you stick them? You know, you could you could put them in in you know if it's Toronto or Toronto or 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 um or um Montreal. God, I can't brain fart right there. Um, if it's Toronto or Montreal, I mean, you can easily stick one of those teams in either, in Buffalo, you know, over the border in Buffalo. I mean, Toronto is like right there. Montreal, I mean, even Montreal, even sticking Montreal, you could probably put Montreal, you know, you know, in a, in an area, you know, in an arena somewhere in the North, in New England, you know, or even upstate New York. I mean, one of the ideas I actually was, th- actually would throw around would be, you know, Adirondack, you know, in Glens Falls, um, Lake Placid, they could, they can possibly, I mean, cause there's ice and you can't guarantee, cause you have, you mainly would have to like, wherever they went, whatever arena they had to go to, they would have to remake, they would have to actually make the ice. So who knows? But with Lake Placid, the ice is already there. The ice is basically there, you know, 365, you know, it's, it's, it's basically there year round. So who knows? But I could see Toronto playing in Buffalo, um, you know, coming over the border. 
Montreal may be playing in Buffalo too if they were to advance. So who knows? Winnipeg, I don't know. Probably would go to you know maybe Milwaukee. I mean, there's a couple. There's an arena. In, there is a, an arena in Milwaukee. There's a couple of arena. You know, you can go to Chicago. You can go to Detroit. Heck, you can even go to Columbus. So who knows? You know, who knows what's going to happen with these Canadian teams, and will they be able to play in their home arena? So who knows what's going to happen with that with that little situation? But I I could see I could see you know Toronto playing in Buffalo, Montreal maybe playing, you know some play you know also playing in Buffalo or even playing in you know some other you know some other arena like maybe Detroit or you know any anything is possible right now with those teams, you know because we still don't know what's going to happen once those board you know if the borders don't open. You know how are they gonna? How's the league gonna work this out? But I guess the league has has actually told the the Canadian government that you know, hey, what's happened? You know, we we need an answer here so we can set up some of our Canadian teams to get to you know, you know, to have a home ice in the playoffs. So they're gonna need a home ice someplace. I mean, they can't all play like you know Montreal or Toronto or Winnipeg can't play in the same building where they're going to play, let's just say, the Boston Bruins, all right? They cannot play, you know, I, you know, if, if it were to happen, you know, Toronto and, you know, those three teams, you know, playing in Buffalo or playing in Boston for, for, for a full seven-game series, to me, uh, that would be dumb. They would actually, they, to me, those three Canadian teams have to have their own home ice, Plain and simple. So, who knows what's going to happen here. But with the borders closed, you know, you could... I mean, I would love to see, you know, one of those two... You know, either Montreal or... You know, Montreal Montreal or Toronto, you know, play you know play in another arena. I mean, it, now, if you think about it, it would, geographically, you know, you Toronto can go to Buffalo. And Montreal can, yeah, I mean, like I said, Montreal can go down the street, down, just down the highway, you know, just shoot down the highway to Lake Placid. I mean, there's ice right there. Okay. It's plain and simple for the NHL. So who knows what's going to happen, but the next round, I, I want to see the, I want to see the Pittsburgh Penguins. They're an old team. Their goaltending—they—they've got decent goaltending, but not studs. So who knows? You know, I know. You know, I know that the team is still going to have to contend with Crosby and Malkin, but still, those guys are a lot older now. Okay, Sidney Crosby is in his thir- mid thirties by now. Yeah, Sidney Crosby is thirty-three years old. I mean, yeah, he's still in his prime, but still, they're getting up there in age. They don't have the goaltending. So I'd love to see them see the Bruins play the Pittsburgh Penguins. I don't want to see the Islanders because the Islanders gave the Bruins fits the whole freaking time. So, well, also the Capitals gave the Bruins fits and we saw what happened there. As long as the Bruins play physical hockey like they did against the Capitals, they should be fine. Okay. Now, one of the other things I thought about here and was that you know Trent Fred you know even like with this with this series with with the Washington Capitals 
you know, you know, how about throwing in, you know, Trent Frederick would have been a perfect person to throw into, you know, throw in, throw into one of these games because of, because of Tom Wilson. Well, they didn't need Trent Frederick. You know, these guys, everybody stepped up. Everybody, every Boston Bruins stepped up for this team. And I gotta, I gotta be honest with you. I was nervous coming into this series. I'm not, you know, going into the playoffs. I'm not nervous anymore. These guys could actually make it to all the way to the finals. You know, now that Pasternak, hopefully Pasternak has found the scoring touch. So, maybe there's a good chance that they, you know, they could make it to the cup this year. You know, Tuka Rask looks awesome. So, there was a little question. I was questioning the goaltending a little bit coming into this, but... He's he's played great too, McAvoy. You know, it's like who who's this Zdeno Chara? Who's who's this Tory Krug? Charlie McAvoy has stepped up into that role, and guess what? I think he's. I I honestly think that the Bruins didn't need Zdeno Chara. They didn't need Tory Krug, and if you noticed. Both Chara and Krug got bounced in the first round. So the Bruins are, you know, any, you know, you you take a look at what people were saying in the offseason. Oh, they should have, they should have kept Krug. They should have kept Chara. Those guys are playing golf today. That's what they're doing. They had tea times at 10 o'clock this morning. So this Bruins team, I have a feeling, is going to make it. Is going to has a good chance at making it to the Stanley Cup Finals because even looking at the teams remaining, you know they have a chance against. You know, well, I would say they would have a chance against. Um, I would say that they would have a chance against Colorado. You know, any of these teams, especially like Montreal and Toronto or Winnipeg, yeah. You go into the other division with Carolina, Nashville, Florida, and Tampa. That could pause. That could possibly give you some fits, especially Carolina. They're they have a young, talented team. They have a young goaltender down there that I complete. You know, I completely forget about. Florida has come into their own. You know, they actually have a, a stud goal, young goaltender from uh, Spencer Knight from Boston College. Yeah, Boston College. And then of course you have the Tampa Bay Lightning. So who knows what's what what can come out of you know the the other three divisions. But right now I'm going with I want to face Pittsburgh. I don't want to face the Islanders because the Islanders gave the problem gave gave the Bruins problems this year. Plus they're a young team, you know. So who knows what's gonna happen with this. But I'm confident that the Bruins can actually make it all the way to the finals. The question is, though, who are they going to play after they get out of the division? Which is still the confusing part. So, who knows what's going to happen here? I just want to. I just want a really hard-fought series in the next round. No matter who they play, they have to play the physical, grinded-out hockey that they did in the first round against against Washington. All right. Hopefully the referees won't favor whoever the Bruins play, 
but I have a feeling there's going to be a little bit. If if they end up playing Pittsburgh, you're going to see some of that little favoritism coming out with the referees. The referees are going to try and, especially if Pittsburgh's backs are against the wall in certain situations, like they're down by a goal late in the game or they're down in the series. Yeah, I wouldn't be too, too surprised if the refs, you know, favored favored the Pittsburgh Penguins. Would they favor the Islanders? I don't think they would. I think I think there would be an even matchup if it were between, you know, the Pittsburgh if it were between the Bruins and the Islanders. I don't think I think the refs would just let them play. Unlike, you know, a Washington series or even a or even a Pittsburgh series. But you know, we're we're all sitting here waiting and and seeing what this team can do. And I have a feeling that maybe once this is all done, whether they win the cup or not, you can actually Taylor Hall might be here for a for a while. He, he I, I see them I see them resigning Taylor Hall. And there was also question of them going out and resigning David Krejci. So maybe maybe you get those guys on a short term deal, you know, like on a three year deal. Not a lot of money. But we'll have to see because right now Taylor Hall is playing for a contract. David Krejci is playing for a renewal of his contract. So who knows? You know, you might see some, you know, who knows? Maybe Taylor Hall could be a Boston Bruin next year. So it, you know, not a one-year deal. I don't want to see one-year deals. I want to see like either two or three year would be nice. But I want to see him start scoring a little bit. I know he's got two goals in, in five games and three points in five games. But still, I want to see a little bit more out of Hall. Marshawn Bergeron and Pasternak, I really, you know, they're they're the they're the perfection line. They, we don't have to worry about them. Then again, you know, David Pasternak, we do have to, you know, finally he's finally on the scoreboard. So maybe, maybe he's starting to find his find his groove, and maybe he'll he'll start putting the puck in the net a little bit more often. Charlie McAvoy, kid's a stud. I'm, all I'm saying, Brad Marshawn. Just being a little pest and being a little pest does pay off because, you know, him and Bergeron. I mean, even Patrice Bergeron stepped it up. Everybody's stepping it up on this team. Everybody. You know, including, you know, including guys like Chris Wagner. Sean Corrales has played an awesome game. You know, so Chris Wagner, you know, Chris Wagner in there. Lazar has played well. Riley's played well. Every, this whole team has played well. You know, you know, even though they don't have the goals, they stay they still grinded it out, which was great to see. It was great to see this team grind it out for these for these five games. So I'm really looking forward to the next round, but I really want Pittsburgh. This show is available on all your favorite streaming platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. And you can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. Are you in- interested in advertising on this show? Please contact Believe at Believe.com. Thanks for listening. Have a great week and go Bruins. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, 
They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.